This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. This bar is tended by the founders of the American Association of Whiskey Peeps. The statue-loving historian himself, Trico, brings you the facts one indictment at a time. Foxy Babe staff keeps the boys in line, and of course the color man, Big Dev, and his old Roman mind. So fill your glass with rye and raise it up on high, because this is your shot of history. Welcome back to Shot of History, where the history hits you hard and the shots hit you harder. I'm Trike. I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Dev, and we have guests. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> now, Trico, you can tee <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so, uh, introduce our guests, Trico. Yeah, we have uh, Tony and Jeannie from Salty Language Podcast. And? Hi. And? <laughs> he forgot his own Jeez. name on the last show. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I'm a man, Calvin Moore. Hey! Um, Hey, 7.2 to Why are you rubbing my back? That's <laughs> always the weird good. part of this. When he, when he introduces me, he like he, he doesn't just do the touch my shoulder, he does the rub down my back. Thing. It's the voice. They just really yeah. like him. It's, yeah. it's the voice. Yeah. It's yeah. the voice. It's the voice. It's the voice. I, I hear that people like my voice. I've heard that. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to get kicked off the show and he's going to take my place. I'm not going to take your place. But well, wouldn't that be ironic? Like a black man taking a white woman's place. That would be like, Jesus, you can't get ahead at all. Right. Wow. He was a man. Like, man. He was black. I don't know what to feel right now. <laughs> <sighs> so today we are continuing our conversation from we, last week. We are continuing black exploitation. Yeah, continue media. to black exploit me. That's great. <laughs> Just continue doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have to start the show huh? with our shot. What are we drinking? Yep. What are we drinking? we are drinking Bullet Rye. What? Not their hundred percent rye because they haven't come out with it yet. That'd be awesome if they sent us some. <laughs> Be on this podcast Cheers. every time. Yeah, I'm shout out the bullet. And this is why we sound super drunk after yeah. you know. Yeah, that's well, why. Well, you know, you know when the fourth, when the fourth recorded show is because that's one where the drunkest. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting <laughs> to like think I'm getting hammered. A, a lot of You're people right? like those episodes the best. Well, yeah, it's really funny because I'm like, we didn't really talk about anything. <laughs> you just, just giggle a lot. So yeah. So okay. Dicks. So th- this is great because. I came on this show before. I mean, I, I had heard of the show uh, Drunk History. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I had heard of it. Um, but I came on this show and was on this show before I ever saw an episode of it. Oh, and, nice. And then I watched the episode of it. I'm like, oh, yes. I, yeah. like, I get it. We <laughs> yeah. need to get shot of history to that. I need to be here for that particular episode. So I can get it. It's funny as hell when people are drunk trying to recall historical facts. Have you yeah. watched the Billy Bob Thornton special? I have only watched the very first episode. Oh, no, I've second, never the second two episodes. The first uh, two episodes. I've it's just good. seen the commercial that they do during Shot of History, but I've never seen the entire. Shot of History? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> right. Drunk, drunk history. history, right? Yeah, where they're like, because they were advertising bad Santa. Yeah, yeah. That's all I've ever seen. Is an actual, like, an entire episode with Billy Bob Thornton? It's good because of what it is. Okay. (laughs) Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. 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 Being terrible, right? Yeah. Because that's what he does? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I I just want to, like, make sure that you guys are on the the same page as Billy Bob Thornton. You guys all want to come on one of my bar tours at some point. Oh, Oh, absolutely. I feel like we're doing it now. The funny thing is I always tell people, like, hey, you know, after the first bar, people are like, yeah, tell us about Detroit. And so I'll give them facts because we walk from place to place. I give them history. And by the time we get to the 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 end of the second bar, we're heading <laughs> off to the third bar. 
people don't, people don't care anymore, one. <laughs> right. But I'm glad they don't because yeah. I've tried to do that, and I'm drinking too on this bar tour, right? And I'm like, so... What? <laughs> some, somebody Something. designed well, this. This is a really... The, yeah. What you should remember when you're There's telling a, the people, building, <laughs> shit happens. Yeah. It's at there. One point. The, it's there. The important know. thing that you should tell people when they're on the bar tour is that American Coney does not serve breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. It does not <laughs> serve no. breakfast. Not unless you want chili dogs for yeah. breakfast. <laughs> Coney dogs. Yeah. Twenty-four hours. Yeah. True story. Yeah. Yeah. True story. Yeah. Also started by two Greek immigrant brothers. Yes. Yeah. 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 That yeah. I, if you're from here and you don't know that. Oh man! People, well, come, we, people come on the tour all the time. They're we, like, I had no we idea. We did not really? know. We did not know they did not serve breakfast. I'm like, it's a Coney Island. Oh, okay. They have yeah. to yeah. have. You breakfast. didn't know about the breakfast yeah. thing, but yeah. the history. Of, I knew yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 American yeah. and Lafayette. I like, like that his brother quit and started Lafayette right next door. <laughs> right next door, he's like, yeah. Yeah. I fucking quit. That's like oh, how, just tiny. But but and they only accept cash. But it's like the same way I started my tour company because I was working for a tour company and and they ended up they ended up they ended up firing me and I was like, all right, well, cool. Thanks for the knowledge. I got my own. I was like making like forty, you know, twenty dollars an hour to do a tour, to do yeah. a private tour. Yeah. Right. And then I saw how much we were we were like charging people like thou- thousands of dollars for these tours. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting like forty for the two hours that we, we took them on the tour. And I was like, well, like, well, I guess I could keep doing these tours and just <laughs> make, make all the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make all, all money, the money. Yeah. It could be my money. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but it's, it's kind of like the same thing. Like started uh, started my own business yeah. right next door. Yeah. Yeah. So Perfect. Kind of the same deal, but anyway. Oh, that's neither here nor there. So black exploitation. We went from past to yeah. well to bring it present. back. I was black exploited mm-hmm. at that company. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, now, I mean that's you fought much the man. Yeah, I, I fought the man <laughs> yeah. and started my own thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, so so continuing th- again. Thanks for having me back. That, that's really yeah. cool that you have me back. It's been so um, long. Since it seems yeah, it seems so at least long, like ten man. minutes. But by minutes you mean. Weeks. Weeks. <laughs> so many weeks. Weeks in regular people time. <laughs> yeah. But I'm a time traveler. Uh, so uh, we we talked about black exploitation last time. Yeah. And that was really cool. We kind of talked about the history of black exploitation. And this yeah. time, even though it's, it's shot a history, I think we kind of want to bring it a little bit into the present and talk about yeah. the... And this is why I love history, because without understanding history, you can't understand the present. Exactly. exactly. It's very relevant. And so relevant. you look at black exploitation films and, hey, we will... Black people are not represented at all. Uh, coming out of the tumultuous time of the '60s and the civil rights era, hey, there's no representation of us in pop culture other than roles that denigrate us. Mm-hmm. So then you've got this rise of black exploitation films, and then you've got groups that come along and say, hey, uh, these are great that you're representing us, but, but you're, you're still mi- not you're, representing you're, you're, you're us. misrepresenting <laughs> not us. Not in right? a really it's great. That, yeah, light. it's great that you're paying us to be in these movies and everything like that, and you're hiring all this crew, and, and the directors are black, and the actors are black, and that's great. But you know um, Spike Lee, right? Yeah, you're, you're still, <laughs> we're still you know we're still playing these caricatures, right? Yeah. And you're still feeding these stereotypes out into the culture, and that's not helping the cause of black people. And so that got shut down with the NAACP and and a few other organizations as well. But it's what what I feel like it did is it, it kind of left this this vacuum uh, in pop culture of black representation. You know, you got rid of black exploitation films, and so then it went back to the token black character in a TV show mm-hmm. um, or a movie, and they are the plucky sidekick. They are the. I mean, you got the. You mean the, you mean blackface in the eighties? Essentially, <laughs> right? Um, the first person to die in a horror film. Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. yeah always was the first person to die in a. Fo- in was a, your in blackface a, in the eighties? Um, uh, yeah, the uh, guy. Uh, shit, what was that his one name? guy? Ted Dancing did it. 
Well, Ted Danson Ted, did. Danson? It's not like he said dancing. He, dancing. Did. Oh, dancing. he did. He did it for a party. He did it as a he party showed up. when no, he was dating uh, Whoopi Because he was dating Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Soul Man. Oh. And they thought Soul it would man. be funny. Soul Man? Yeah. But was in the 80s. Oh, you're right. You're right. I forgot about. Where he took tanning pills. Yeah. Tanning pills. There's so much so much to pick from. But... But the the point is, is that we had the end of black exploitation. Yeah, the end of black exploitation, and then, so then it went like back. It kind of reverted. It reverted yeah. back to um, black people. I mean, black people were getting paid more, so that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Now you have you. We know that black people are serious actors. They're not just these off to the side actors. So you have serious black actors being paid, but you also have serious black actors being paid to play roles that are again denigrating. Case in point. Um, Denzel Washington played Malcolm X. Spike Lee directed Malcolm X, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. There's nothing denigrating about Malcolm X. Fantastic film. My mom made me go see this movie when I was a kid. I didn't care about it. Now as an adult, I'm like, it's really important for, for all black people to have seen this film, know who that is. Fantastic film. It's completely snubbed at the Oscars, right? Completely yeah. snubbed. Yeah, oh, yeah. Denzel plays Crooked Cop. Yeah. In right. Training Day. Oh, and then <laughs> and then he gets Best Actor, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. you know what, what's, I mean, what's going to on? To be here? fair, that was a fantastic. It was a great movie. There's nothing. There's nothing I I have against that film. That yeah. film was fantastic. It was a great. Everybody should see Training Day. King Kong yeah. ain't got nothing on me, right? Yeah. That was good <laughs> stuff. But still, and then there was Precinct 13, which wasn't as great. No, but <laughs> but but the African American community very very much took notice of this. Okay, you're you're willing to reward black people right. for roles that reinforce stereotypes of criminality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel he's like, in a position of power, but he's still crooked. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and so uh Denzel Washington, who is I want to say the top black paid top paid black actor in Hollywood. Oh easily. don't don't quote me on that. I mean, it yeah. could be Will Smith. It could be Will Smith. Uh, uh, I, I feel like Denzel he raps happy. I think I think Will Smith is, is has got more class, but I think Will Smith is yeah. paid higher yeah. because he's doing the action movies and, and Denzel doesn't do and a lot buying of those. movies for his kids to act right. in. Oh um, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, true story, right? <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> anyway, James Smith, we don't love you. Uh, so. <laughs> Stop acting, kid. Um, but no, uh, I felt like there was this this is vacuum left yeah. um, by the departure of black exploitation movies. But we have seen this kind of resurgence in nods to black exploitation movies, which mm-hmm. which I think are interesting. And, Tony, uh, and, par- and parody and, and parodies. Well, parodies are great. And, yeah. I mean, Tony sent me uh, t- Tony sent me a few of them when I thought was We got like Undercover Brother. Yeah, Undercover Brother. Awesome. Which is yeah. a classic. Austin Powers, Gold Member. Austin Powers, mm-hmm. yeah, Gold yeah. Member. I yeah. can't yeah. even talk. Yeah, because you had what? You had, <laughs> what, you had see, uh, now you see what our what show was. What was her name in, in Gold Member? Foxy Cleopatra? Foxy. Yeah. 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 Was it, who was that? Beyonce? Beyonce? It was Beyonce. 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 Yeah. It was so crazy. That was Beyonce. Early Beyonce. That was the hardest thing for me to watch. Like her acting in that movie was so bad, but it was written. So <laughs> but bad. everybody's it was acting so bad. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. It, was, it was a it was great movie. So yeah. bad. Fantastic There's nobody movie. in that movie. They're like, wow, you really made me feel the character. Right. <laughs> I really yeah. believe. I do sometimes wonder if they're making a movie in Hollywood and if the director is ever. If there are movies that we never see where the director is like, you know what, guys, this isn't working out. Let's just all go home. <laughs> this is all garbage. This <laughs> is just a wrap. Shut it down. <laughs> We're done. I thought I needed hardwood floors, but not this bad. <laughs> I don't think it happens because cut. Cutthroat Island came out, so yeah. I don't know uh, that that actually <laughs> yeah. happens. Um, but I mean, so you've got I like the, that movie. But you do, yeah. Oh. It was it was the worst box office flop in the history of movies. I thought Waterworld was. No, no, that was only because the, the set sank. 
Cutthroat Island uh, lost the most money out of any movie ever made. Wow. Um, but anyway. Um, I know, right? So uh, what? That's so <laughs> random that I knew that the set sank three times for Waterworld, I, right? I didn't yeah. know that. I that just, was I, Jesus. Like, I didn't, I didn't even stop in giving you that information. <laughs> yeah. um, but okay, so you've got you've got these these movies that have come along now. So Black Exploitation's gone, but you do have these nods from from directors and from movie studios and actors that are portrayed in these films that are definitely. Uh, homages to some of these uh, black exploitation films. Luke Cage. Uh, uh, Luke Cage just came out, but that's yeah. that's going to be the last one that I yeah. that I talk about. Um, but 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 when we're talking about nods, oh, well, I mean, that's, that's not even a nod. That was most, straight up. That was not. But that a nod. is, right. like but that is the most <laughs> recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would I would differentiate the nods from um, from a Luke Cage because Luke Cage actually is black exploitation. That's what it came from. Mm-hmm. It was a black exploitation comic. Through and through, right. right. The show just happens to be updated for our day and time, so that it can be part of the Defenders when that comes out, right, right, right. Around next next year on on Netflix. But it is thank you Netflix. That is the exactly. quintessential right. black exploitation <laughs> yeah. characters, Luke Cage. Well, it's it's modern day, yeah, modern day, yeah. yeah. Um, but when it came out in the seventies, he was wearing the bell bottoms and mm. the big, you know, yeah. bright yellow you look shirt. Like a damn fool. <laughs> you look like oh a damn God. fool. <laughs> that was probably one of the best parts of that show. Um, but so I mean, you had uh, you had movies. Uh, that came out that were definitely nods to it, such as I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Yep. You know, which you know, is, uh, is yeah, the, uh, the Wayans Brothers. Yeah. The Goldfish right? Shoes. I mean, the- uh, which <laughs> Those are I, awesome. And, and the interesting thing is, I think that the, the Wayans Brothers and, and the Wayans family, in a way, uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, and 2000s, coming out with the scary movies. And mm-hmm. so that was the, that was the send up to scary movies that had come out. Uh, with you know, scream and all that, but also kind of a send up to black scary movies. What, what, what was well? <laughs> one when they it was like a nod on uh, or knockoff of Boys in the Hood. It was like drinking your uh, juice. Yeah, don't don't be a mess. Oh, yeah. Don't be a mess. Yeah. Juice in the hood. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, don't be a mess. Yeah. I actually just recently watched that movie. <laughs> Message. Message. <laughs> yeah. I like when the son was older. Was uh, older than the dad. Yeah, that was probably one of, my, one of my favorite parts of the movie. Punches on grandma. And the dad reads uh, the dad yeah. reads a porno to the kid to, to go to sleep, <laughs> uh, which is pretty funny. Um, but well, I think so, we'd be remiss. About talking about nods to black exploitation, if we didn't mention Quentin Tarantino, absolutely. Well, yeah, yes, yeah. Okay, so yes, but let me let me come back to that because I think yeah. the the huge the huge family within black pop culture was the Van Peebles family. So you got Milton mm-hmm. Van Peebles, who's directing you right. know, actual black exploitation films. Then you have a movie like Posse coming out. Mm-hmm. And I want to say New Jack City also had Mario Van Peebles. So Mario Van Peebles yep. comes along. Yep. And this is the son of Melvin Van, yeah. Van Peebles. So he's kind of carrying his really hot son. Right. So he's yeah. carrying well they were both they were both good looking people apparently. Yeah. Um, but they um, I have no uh, opinion. Uh, <laughs> either way. Um, but, I've, uh, <laughs> I've been told I should have it. <laughs> Does so, anyone remember what Mario Van Peebles was a Highlander? Oh, yes, yeah, I do. Yes. Shoot, yeah. I remember that. There can be only one. Exactly. Um, so Mario Van Peebles comes along, and, he, and he's in the movie Posse, which isn't really a black exploitation film. It, it had black people being represented in Hollywood in a role uh, that took them out of the stereotypical black role. They were mm-hmm. cowboys, which was a historical reality. There were black cowboys, oh, yeah. but mm-hmm. you know, in, in the movies that came out, they were all white cowboys, right? And really? So Posse was a really yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Right. So when I think about cowboy movies, I always think about Doc Brown sending I Marty mean, McFly back to 1885. Exactly. <laughs> Marty, we got to do something about your kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he goes so. back in pink well, that's part leather. two. I'm talking yeah. about part three, right? Yeah, it goes back in the patent leather. Yeah. He's like, this is what they all wear. It's authentic. No, um, it you're is gonna, not. You're gonna be mayor someday. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Mayor. Mayor. You can start by sweeping up the floor. 
floor. Um, but I may or may not have watched, uh, watched those movies a million times and, wa- and read the novelizations. But so, so Posse comes out years later, and that's kind of the passing of the torch of the, of the Van Peoples family. Right? right, right. And that's what I would say is almost kind of the the real that that was kind of African American royalty in yeah. Hollywood, in in my opinion. And I always feel like that was kind of the passing of the torch. And the next royal family of African American filmmakers uh, happened to be. And not the greatest filmmakers by any means. They were, they were not the same. But the Wayans family came along and made, made they made a lot of strides. Okay, yeah, so you got yeah. in Living Color that was in the early nineties, and Jennifer, awesome. Jennifer Lopez Love was you know one of the Fly, fly Girls and things yeah, like Jim that, Carrey. right? And so yeah, yeah, it launched the car- careers of Damon Wayans, uh, Jim Carrey, Jamie uh, Fox. the, Jamie Fox, mm-hmm. the yeah. entire Wayans family. So it was kind of like the Black Saturday Night Live. Launched in a way. the career of Damon Wayans so he could play uh, Murtaugh on. <laughs> On uh, uh, <laughs> Lethal Weapon, Lethal the Weapon which I've not watched yet, uh, but he was great on it's My Wife and good. Kids, which went on for like six or seven seasons. Yeah. It was a I good did love show. that show. Was good. Yeah. The way he treated his son Junior was hilarious. <laughs> but uh, so either way, I, you you've got this now royal family uh, of the Wayans. Yeah. They're considered the royal family, and then they they have these send up movies. I'm going to get you, sucker! Don't be a minute South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. The scary movie films, and then these the possession films that they're doing. Where I, I can't remember what uh, Marlon Wayans has been doing. He's like the the Tito Jackson of the family. <laughs> <laughs> but, he was, but, he was um, in a few Dungeons and Dragons. Movie, he was, and I love that. That movie. was a good movie. I don't care what anybody uh, says. Yeah, I enjoyed it very. It was much. a lot of fun. Was he a rogue? Druid? I can't remember. What did, what did he was play? one of the main characters, but he was a plucky comic relief in that. <laughs> Well, yes. It but, was not a good movie series. <laughs> it was a terrible movie, but it was still it was, it's so bad it. it works itself back around to being good. That's that's how I feel some movies are. Okay, I, I, I agree. Moving on. Anyhow, that might throw up <laughs> anyhow, in his mouth. So, uh, so you've got movies like that. I'm gonna get you sucker. Black Dynamite, um, the Love Shaft Black remake Dynamite. came out, uh, which I mentioned in the last podcast. Uh, it was really? ter- terrible movie. Shaft remake, no good. Uh, under, Undercover Brother. These are all okay. send-ups. I love Undercover Brother. Undercover Brother is pretty good. I used to amazing. watch that every yeah. week yeah. in college. Like once a it's week. It's sitting I would on throw my DVD on. shelf at home. Yeah. Right what was it like? Confirm. You got soul. <laughs> like I love oh it's like, the hand thing. The Brotherhood. Those. It was yeah. so funny. It's like the mayo test. The, the mayonnaise. <laughs> test. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that made me rethink, uh, rethink mayonnaise because I'm like, you know what? Mayonnaise is fucking gross. It, it is, it is disgusting, and it, and that is one of the black stereotypes that black people do not like. Mayonnaise. We Let's, don't uh, like it. Platform like out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn duck shoes. So, so, but but you do have. Yeah. Um, you do. One of the good things that. of of <laughs> black exploitation films is you do have better representation of yeah. black people in the culture. With the yeah. loss of it, you do still have these caricatures that yeah. people play. Almost like I f- I almost feel like they're going to be at some point. There might al- already be. I could be ignorant of this. I I feel like there are going to be some movies. Uh, that are almost like, um, what would you say, uh, Muslim uh, ploitation, right? Yeah. You know, and, you know Arabic, well, Arabic ploitation, well, I would, where I would ask, you reshape the, the view of Arabic people and Muslim right. people <laughs> so they're not all terrorists on the show 24, right? You know? Well, um, America, fuck yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would ask, like, so Free State of Jones, you talked about that on the show. Right, which is a historical, yeah. historical story. Now, would you... Personally, consider that black exploitation. Absolutely not. I would differentiate between uh, a story that is telling a historical reality. You know, this is a, this is a movie about uh, something that happened. Okay, so right. the story of Nat Turner. We did an episode on that, yep. right? Yeah. Um, then you got the the Malcolm X movie. You have yep. the the Selma movie. These are not black exploitation films. Black exploitation right. films are films that have almost entire black cast, but are 
that feed into stereotypes about right. what black people are. You got the mammy character, you got the you got the the hustler character, you got the pimp character, and these are the heroes. That's more your black exploitation from where black people are being exploited. Parts of the culture are being exploited and pushed out as that's what the culture is, versus a film that says, well, the "Hey, only this reason, is what happened." The only reason I ask is because it is a like a slavery. You know, a slavery yeah, yeah. based movie. Yeah, so. but that's that's a historical thing versus like Gone with the Wind, where it was a novel. Right, it was something that happened, um, and so that and I could almost differentiate there, but it's still a denigrating role because with mm-hmm. Gone with the Wind, it was like, oh, the the South is so beautiful, it's so amazing, this love story in the South, and then the slaves off to the side. That you know, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, there, there's a there's a little difference there. Uh, I I gotta ask, where does Tyler Perry fall into this? <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, so yeah, let's talk about Tyler Perry. I have not, uh, I have not Medea. gone to see. No, here's here's a funny thing. I have not gone to see any of the Tyler Perry movies, but right. I almost, I kind of regret that. And here's why: when those movies came out, uh, my my family was, re- I was raised in the military, so I was raised uh, moving all over the world. And we were predominantly around white people, and we were always educated. We had great, you know, great schools mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. like that. So I didn't have the quintessential African American experience right. um, that a lot of African Americans in um, in urban centers and city city centers have. Right? Mm-hmm. Not, and I'm talking about positive ones. Okay. And so the Medea character is actually a uh, almost a meme within the African American culture where that exists. Mm. Okay. You've got the grandma. You've got yeah. the, the the wise. Uh, the wise individual I mean, in your family that you, Tyler that you takes a to. lot of shit, right? And so uh, Tyler, a of shit. like I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to yeah. go see him. People, oh, you know, he's a black man dressing up as a woman, and the emasculation yeah. of black man continues. I'm like, come on, look, uh, you can dust, Dustin Hoffman dressed up as Tootsie. Yeah, you've yeah. got Robin Williams who was Mrs. Doubtfire. You've got a number Great of men. You got a number of men <laughs> yeah. who have dressed up as women in movies. Yeah. But yeah. when it's black people, oh, it's, it's emasculating black yeah. men. I don't, I don't agree. I don't with that agree at with it either. No, 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 I don't agree with that at all. But. Um, with it, you have him playing this character as a woman. Lots of people are going to see the movie, so mm-hmm. black people are going to see the movie. At first, <laughs> my um, mom and sister. At go first, see those movies. <laughs> the movies were uh, very much self uh, self funded, yep. and they were at the behest of other studios. Now, what a lot of people don't know about Tyler well, Perry now. He owns the rights to right. everything. Yeah. Now, he has his own production now, studio. And he's that's printing what his happened. Own money, that's, what I, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So now Tyler Perry has gotten to a point where he writes, directs, stars in his own movies, and then he produces mm-hmm. and he owns the studio. Yeah. yeah. Tyler Perry, a lot of people don't know this about Tyler Perry. He is the most powerful black man in Hollywood now. Yeah. So he played the game, and now he is the most powerful black man in Hollywood, which now allows him to write his own checks. So there are next lot- to Will Smith. No, 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 he is the most. Po- <laughs> he is more powerful than Will Smith. So when it comes to movies now in Hollywood, he gets to tell the stories that he wants to tell. So in a way, he kind of paid his dues. Yeah. To the Hollywood establishment, and now he doesn't have to answer to anybody. Yeah. And Until he made Meet the Browns. <laughs> Well, I mean, but but still, he I mean, he made it yeah, yeah, the way yeah. he wanted to make right, it. Right, he right. has to answer to no one. And so uh, while I at the, at the outset, I was like, oh, he's just reinforcing these stereotypes about black people. He was reinforcing a stereotype that I didn't have. And it was a positive stereotype, which is, in my opinion, OK. Like, this is, right, a, this right, is right. a reality for a lot of people. You know, the grandma, my, my nieces, four nieces live with my mom and dad right now. They mm-hmm. are being raised by a Medea. Yeah. Right, right, figure. Right, right, right. That was something that I didn't have. And so there are a lot of people who related to this, even though he's dressed in, as a woman, 
there are people who related to this, and he took it from a play to movies in Hollywood to owning, directing, you know, right. and, and producing all of his own films. And now he's the most powerful man. So now he can do anything he wants, and he's got all these other movies that people don't know he has anything to do with. People don't even know that he showed up in the first Star Trek reboot movie. He's one of the guys who's, uh, he's the head guy who is uh, against Kirk when Kirk is up for a reprimand. It's Tyler oh, Perry yeah, sitting yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's Tyler yeah. Perry. Yeah, he's the head of the, the council. Yeah, he's yeah. the head of the council. And so, I mean, he's in a lot of things that people don't know, and he's bankrolling a lot of films that people don't know about because people don't know what his film company is. Right. Unless it's a Medea movie right. that comes out. And so I, I feel like he used the system that was paved for him in a way by the black exploitation films that came before. Him. Would you consider Medea movies black exploitation though? Because um, like all the modern movies are kind of like parodies almost of the black exploitation of the seventies. I right? would consider I would consider Medea films black exploitation films, right? But in a positive sense. And so the black exploitation films, the unintended consequences of the of the sixties and seventies movies, primarily the seventies movies, um, were that they reinforce negative stereotypes. Yeah, so they probably in the long run people, did right? more damage than good, honestly. Right. And yeah. so with the Medea films, I feel like they are very much centered on family. Mm-hmm. Very much centered on family. Right. And the criminals aren't heroes. Medea mm-hmm. is almost always the hero. You know, the the wise old grandma character. Um, but it has and been a criminal in her own right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but but not like yeah. not like the a pimp. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Medea's not, not yeah, a pimp. Not right? wrestling. You know, no, right? no, no, no. Yeah. So I mean but so she's been brought up she on charges. She doesn't have a, a, a bunch of karate bitches. <laughs> right. right. So, yeah, very, very, very different. But, yeah, I, mean, I think Nothing the Medea like films... <laughs> the Medea films owe their existence to right. uh, something that was paved by black exploitation films. But it, but now in 2016, at this point, I feel like it reinforces more of the positive stereotypes. And I almost I feel like that. I missed out by not... Go- I mean, I can always go to DVD and watch all the films, but I feel like I missed out on going to see these Medea films because I felt like, <laughs> oh, he's doing something bad by by doing this. I was one of those people that originally uh, got in on the, oh, it's a, it's a black man dressed in drag. Mm-hmm. This is not doing anything good for black people. And then I had to look at all these other people who would, who were white who had dressed as, as women. Yeah. They're just fine. So he's playing the Hollywood game, and now he's the most powerful man, yeah. and he's presenting black people in a very positive light, and also giving something back to the African-American community through his donations, and then also through just the basics of the film. Black people can go and say, hey, I'm represented, and I'm represented in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Even if right. white people never go see the movie, and there are a lot of white people who do go see Medea movies. There's a yeah. ton of white people who go see yeah. But yeah. I would say there are yeah. a lot more black people that yeah, go see the movies than, than there are white. Yeah. But, yeah, my, um, my mom and sister perfect but, example. But even still, um, I feel Feel like it presents black people uh, in a positive light yeah, and tells right. positive stories mm-hmm. um, without the negative stereotypes. And when there are negative stereotypes well, in those it, films, they are very much bad guys and not good guys. Yeah. Not only black people in a positive light, but it uh, displays uh, people in general in a positive. You know, <coughs> like you know, they cover the domestic violence and all that. So I mean, they. It's it's more of a general broad view of just humanity in general. Right. Those movies really are like you said they're really about family more than yeah. anything else. Yeah. Yeah, and it, 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 one of the big things about these these films what black exploitation did in the past and what they're doing now it allows black people in today's day and age to take part in determining their own economic future. Mm-hmm. And not having to depend on other people for where where their next dollar or their, where their next meal is going to come from. And that's why I applaud people like 
like Tyler Perry for being smart, for being savvy, for using the system, getting out of the system, and now kind of running the system, uh, you know, to his to his own, you know, to his own. Uh, ben, to to the, to the not his own benefit, but to the benefit of of black people everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think it's a good thing uh, that that's ultimately come out of something that was trying to do something good and had unintended consequences, which has led to today uh, people being able to determine their own economic future. But rest assured, there are still some issues. Uh, I mean, Jesse Williams spoke at the I can't remember what awards he was saying, but there are still a lot of things that go on in the culture that take and borrow from black culture wholesale and then when something bad happens in the news mm-hmm. black people are instantly vilified it's like your entire culture is based on all the good things that we do but when something bad happens we are still seen as as this so i think there's still a long way mm-hmm. to go and i think black exploitation films opened up the door to being able to present black people in a positive light whether they had unintended consequences or not now we're in a day and age where i think people are uh, quick, savvy, smart, and know how to or trying to be a part of the conversation. I was going to say it opens the door to a much larger conversation. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so we're, we're starting to see a lot more uh, representation of not just black people, but many people of color. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm watching a show uh, right now. Uh, uh, shoot. Fresh off the boat? No, no. Well, that, that, I mean, that, that's a good one. So you got Fresh off the boat, you got Blackish. Um, but there's this new show with Kiefer Sutherland where he's not chasing down terrorists, designated survivor. Yeah. Yep. All right. And he's got a, uh, his, uh, his speechwriter is, is a Muslim American. Mm-hmm. And so we're starting to see stories where Muslim Americans are being presented in positive lights as well. They're mm-hmm. not just terrorists being hunted yeah. down by, interestingly enough, Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> right, right, right. Really flipped it. Right. Really right. So, so confused. Um, I imagine Kiefer is sitting in the, but, the script reading. But, like, I, but I feel like um, <laughs> Black Quotation Films, in, in a way, opened up the door for many minorities Mm-hmm. to be presented in a positive light. Even if at the beginning it was kind of false starts. Yep. Um, later on down the road in today's day and age, and maybe 30 years from now we'll think that 2016 was a terrible time, but yep. right now I feel like where we are, we're at a place where more people are starting yep. to see more representation mm-hmm. of themselves in a positive light in, in pop culture and media. Right, right. Beauty. All right. Well, that's that's close to the end of our time, actually. Wow! Again, for already. So we got about us. just ten yeah. or fifty minutes of just nonsense to do now. It well, helps no. that it yeah. helps that I run my own podcast that I know how to do this. Like, all right, you're, you're, you, you give me right. the wrap it up sign that nobody well, sees. I'm like, all right, all right, cool. Paul, I saw, cool. I saw this we'll tonight. Landing right. the plane. I'm usually that asshole oh. who has to go like this. To, yeah. On my other shows, I'm like. <laughs> before <laughs> before we wrap it up, let's go around the table and and mention our favorite movie that has either black exploitation elements. Or is a parody, straight parody, or Ooh, or our favorite comic, or I whatever. Do that. So don't don't make me mad. I'm gonna be like, why? Yeah. Why that one? Huh? Right. <laughs> so I'm we didn't even mention comments. Dave Chappelle. Oh God. Anyway, the okay, Chappelle right. show, the hater, the player haters ball, <laughs> 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 or the uh, Chris Rock it? show on HBO. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, we we missed a, a shit ton there, of there stuff. There is, but I mean, there's so much. It's, we're not yeah. talking about. Just there's something. That, okay, oh, no, okay. Oh, we're we're near the end of the side. Oh, let me let me pull back. Okay, so Dave Chappelle. Okay, so here. Okay, I need I need to say this real quick. Okay, so Dave Chappelle, <laughs> he quit his show. He quit his show at the height of its popularity, right? Yeah. Yep. And the reason why is because he was doing this black satire thing, right? Yep. And he did the racial fairy, uh, the racial fairy episode. And after he left, he went to Africa. He's Muslim. He went and saw his. Uh, yep. Yep. Mom came back, was mm-hmm. on the Oprah Winfrey show, or had an interview with her. I don't know if her show was over at the time. But 
he said, you know, here's, here's why I left my show. Not just all the creative differences everyone was talking about, but because I was doing this satire. And it's very important for satire to get out there because it brings light to, to huge right. problems in the world, um, especially facing black people in terms of what his show was about. And he said, I was doing the, face, the, the racial fairy uh, sketch, and one of the guys who was working for me is a white guy, and he's laughing so hard, and I'm feeling like he's laughing a little bit too hard at the point mm-hmm. where I'm going, should I fire this? Yeah. Well, should I fire this guy? Yeah. And so that's why he ended up quitting his show. I mean, but his show right. was also the the way it was paved for, it. and so that's just kind of uh, by black exploitation films. But that's really just again showing the continuing conversation that's going on around mm-hmm. issues of black representation right. and black people presenting issues that happen to black people in the culture, right. like the Nat Turner movie and, yeah, yeah. and the Selma movie and mm-hmm. things like that. Is that black exploitation or not? But anyway, yeah, I wanted to throw that <laughs> in there. But yeah, sorry. All right. Back it off. Back it <laughs> off. Tony. It's got to be Dolomite because that's what really got me into the whole thing. Mm. Oh, Dolomite. I am so happy. <laughs> Thank you, Queen Bee. <laughs> Jeannie? It's the first movie Tony made me watch, and I got halfway through it and said, I can't watch this. Movie. I can't do this. <laughs> I cannot watch it. I feel like a racist for watching it, this. <laughs> um, that's why I'm like, I don't know if I can pick anything. Um, I'm going to go with, we'll go with Jackie Brown. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Try it. I'm not sure if it's black exploitation, but he does go up against the man and like the, I don't know, like corporate world. Yeah. But uh, Pootie Tang would be my whole deal. Yeah. Oh. That is definitely black exploitation. He's been holding on to that. Yeah, I know. Really Hold on. I just want to say Pootie Tang. I want to say it so bad. You know how bad I want one of those Piggly Wiggly belt I A friend of mine made one for really? me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I need one. All right. First, he was juvenated. That he was rejuvenated. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. I'm going to have to go with Soul Play. No, I'm just kidding. No, no Soul Play. <laughs> right. No, uh, this is going to seem like a cheat uh, because, I mean, it's it's probably the most famous is Shaft. I really mm-hmm. do feel like yeah. um, Shaft not the, remake. not the remake. Not, not, no. the, not no, the remake. And here's the thing. There were things in the, in the remake that I felt because Richard Roundtree was in the remake, um, I was able to forgive a lot of the the... The horror that was in that film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love Samuel L. Jackson. Of course. I love yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. And he allows me to dress up as Nick Fury uh, for Halloween okay. or Shaft at Halloween. Jules. Or uh, Jules. For, you know, I mean, I can dress up as Samuel Jackson. Formula 51. F- Frozone. Right. That was Halloween. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, where is my suit? Where is my super suit? Why do you need to go? Where is my super suit? <laughs> <laughs> it's for the greater good. <laughs> anyway, but. But, what about my ears? <laughs> sorry, sorry. It was worth oh, it. Sorry. It totally sorry. worth it. Everyone's like, oh, my ears hurt, but that was a really accurate impersonation. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Shaft was definitely probably one of my favorites growing up, yeah. for sure. Um, I massively appreciate Shaft, but I'm going to have to go I with coffee. I bet you do. I bet you do. I'm going to have to go with coffee. <laughs> coffee. Okay, yeah. all right. Sweet. Sweet. C-O-F-F-Y, by the way. Yeah, yes. it's not like the actual spelling of coffee. Yeah. Like, look at this girl. I'm looking for her pumpkin spice coffee. Look at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Control the I don't spice. own Uggs, and I don't like pumpkin spice. Okay, all right. So. Well, you are not white. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Uh, all right. Um, for me, I would... I, I'm going to have to go with the most modern iteration of exploitation and go Luke Cage. Okay. On, on Netflix. All right. It was... 
I mean, it was pretty much a perfect show outside of the black exploitation connotation. And the soundtrack is beautiful. Amazing. Oh yeah, which is something we didn't talk about. The, the soundtracks of black exploitation films were part of the, the thing best. that yeah. made. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have Marvin Gaye. I mean, yeah, yeah. Day, I mean you, have, oh, yeah. you got some, we, some we, we great have like, fucking like eight days of shows here. Some great, <laughs> some great artists were part of the. I mean, we yeah. could we could totally dedicate a whole show to black exploitation soundtrack. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're not having me come back to just talk about the soundtrack. We'd be here for days. Then we'd have to play some music, though. Oh, yeah. I'd have to to throw away. But that's what what Luke Cage got right. Right. uh, Because it was a send-up to a a comic that was originally made as a exploitation film. But then the soundtrack was absolutely absolutely fantastic. But it was also... The soundtrack was a nod to Black Exploitation yeah. films. So you got this not like 60s not and 70s just, jazz vibe. Not just the instrumental stuff, yeah. but the people that they had playing in Harlem. Yeah, at the club. Yeah, right. the club a range of different types of music. It was yeah. Yeah. I may or may not have the soundtrack on my podcast. Uh, not on my podcast, on my... Uh, on my Spotify? Uh, Apple, Apple Music. We're I, got Apple, I got Apple Music. <laughs> so. They had the Delphonics on there, yeah. and that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it was uh, good stuff. 100, 100 Days, 100 moment. Nights... I listen to it on loop. Uh, there's there's a lot of music. Just do you have, do you have the Luke club. Cage vinyl? Do oh yeah, I have, the, okay, I have Luke Cage. One. Right, yeah. the yellow vinyl from He's from Mondo. He doesn't look Sweet like it, Christmas. but he is a hipster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's not hipster. If you have that, yeah. that's I'm like, it's, hey man, are you are you a brother from uh, from another mother? <laughs> Sweet yes. Christmas, right there you go. Sweet Christmas. Sweet Christmas. Yeah, no, I have the vinyl. I have the uh, the soundtrack on Spotify that I listen pretty regularly. Which the which is funny because the soundtrack on Spotify doesn't actually have the or has more music than the vinyl actually has because it actually includes the music from the club. Like the score right. and all that right. everything yeah. Yeah. on Spotify. Yeah. That's yeah. about rights, getting rights to be yeah, able to yeah, produce. Yeah. And, but and it, it's, oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's it's pretty much a perfect show. Like as close to still, a perfect still show. Like Daredevil, still like Daredevil better. I I don't know. I think I, I like, like Luke Cage better. I, I like, like Daredevil. Here's the thing, Luke Cage, I liked Everything in between the first and the last episode. <laughs> I did not like the first episode or the last episode. Okay. You didn't you didn't like the uh, the the fight off with the, the final fight scene. I was like, this is so lame. Oh, by the way, I'm it but was, it was I have two call up to left. the the comic. I have two episodes left to watch. I'm yeah. doing it very slowly. I'm oh shoot! It. So don't ruin everything. Wow. Yeah. I don't I don't even feel bad. That's like. At this it's, point, it's like, hey, it's look, been long enough. it's like the kid was dead the whole, uh, the, the guy was dead, Bruce Willis was dead the whole movie. You know, <laughs> oh, like, oh, like, it's your fault oh, if you don't yeah. know at this point. Yeah. Luke Cage has been gonna long enough. Today. I'm a very busy person. <laughs> Luke Cage like, been, you did know Luke Cage was going to win. Do. Come on. By the way, Luke Cage is black. I don't know if you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. What the fuck? <laughs> right. He's a very attractive black man. Boom. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Wow. He is. Are you, are you afraid? <laughs> nah. Okay. I'm not afraid to admit it. He's a good looking black dude. Well, she keeps talking about her husband's penis, so I feel yeah. like they're good. Okay, all right. Yeah. There it is. There it is. All right. Well, Dickment. It's, it's, it's about that time in the show to pop out the plugs. Ooh. All right, we always so start with the guests. So much more comfortable now. So much more comfortable. <laughs> right? I went, I went first last week, so it's, it's your turn. That was a week ago. That was a mm-hmm. week ago. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, check out saltylanguage.com uh, for you know dick jokes and whatever else. <laughs> and uh, I guess and Dude Mountain. Yeah, Dude Mountain. It's a good oh. podcast. I listened to it for the first time. Well, I appreciate dude that. Dude Mountain. Dude Mountain. <laughs> um, I guess check out my co-host other podcast, The Crazy Life. I might as well promote that for him. Yeah, yeah. There you go. talk about mental health and mm-hmm. all that stuff. 
It's like yeah. pop culture mental health. I, I need to get on board with that. I'm a psychologist. Oh, well, there so, you go. Then look yeah. up my, my hermity co-host. and <laughs> Yeah. I'm a hermit, too. I get it. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Um, you can check me out on Untapped. It's TJL High. And tell me what beers you're drinking. I'm going to stay consistent. <laughs> Dragon's milk. It's delicious. Oh, my Which gosh. one? Uh, well, the original, of the course, original, and then course. The, the one with the peppers. Oh, That's good, God. too. Oh. You gotta go. And then they have one with chocolate, and I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, hold on. Is you already had chocolate. So you, yeah. I'm, I'm wearing a Beer Fest shirt where they have multiple firkins of special dragon's oh, milk. Oh, it's good stuff. And then the, the oatmeal cream pie version of uh, Pigeon Hill. Uh, Pigeon Ooh. Hill's got some good stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Anyhow. Michigan, Michigan beer for life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, on my wedding night, I met the owners of Pigeon Hill, which is really cool, because the Beer Fest was going on at Eastern Market. Oh, that's uh, amazing. Nice. So, so, uh, so you as got for, married in the fall. Uh, I did. We uh, October twenty first. That's great. They, they, just, they got fest. married right before October, my birthday. Uh, yeah, right ah. before your birthday, and then we were there at your birthday party. Like, I know, later, and right? I didn't really expect that. That was oh, like, well, yeah, it was we were supposed nice to be there. We were supposed to rendezvous well, we with you guys you. for your birthday. Yeah, she got cat called on the corner, but she was dressed in 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 uh, the guy's defense. She was dressed like a hooker, literally standing on a corner. I heard you were putting mermaid makeup on. I was supposed to, uh, and then that fell through. That oh. was pretty hilarious that night. But so, um, yeah, as, we were as, getting catcalled. Twenty dollars, really? Twenty dollars? I'm standing right there. Are I'm you like, fucking dude, kidding me? I'm like, I can't blame him. I would think the yeah. same thing. You can look I at me for twenty dollars. That's your present right there. Give me twenty dollars. Um, I know, like, throw yeah. it out the window while you drive. He didn't by think about the things. date and time of year, <laughs> right? She's not a nurse. She's a slutty nurse. <laughs> She's not a cop. She's a slutty cop. That, it's that time yeah. of year, guy. Uh, but anyway, uh, as for me. Uh, Calvin Moore, uh, thanks so much for having me again. But a uh, couple things I'll, I'll, I'll plug just like uh, I do each time I'm here. Uh, first is my podcast, uh, Leading Questions with Calvin Moore, where we talk about hard-hitting issues in the culture, where, whether it's talking about uh, the election of Donald Trump, whether it's talking about women's issues, whether it's talking about white privilege, whether it's talking about uh, interracial dating uh, or police brutality. We're talking about hard-hitting issues every single week, and we have diverse panels that will, uh, from, uh, from across uh, the spectrum, who will sit down across the table from each other and actually uh, disagree and disagree well and show that that's a possibility to have dialogue with people who and, you and that's why fundamentally I want to come disagree with. You absolutely need to come on my show. So I will I will uh, connect with you after this uh, recording and talk about that. I gotta but be the honest, other thing, I disagree with a lot of the people that are on your Facebook. That, that's <laughs> as as do I. Right. Oh, fucking. That's okay. Um, they, they, Specifically today alone, Thanksgiving was very difficult for me. Yeah. Uh, so no. Um, but that's what makes so, this podcast great because yeah, people yeah. are talking. Yeah, and, opposed and, and, to going, you're a stupid poopy yeah, head. In podcasting, uh, yeah. I mean, well, on, on Facebook, you can posture and you can give your opinion, and then someone says something else, and you. And block each other, and, and your your mom is stupid and block, and you're done. <laughs> and uh, on a podcast, you're f- you're forced to sit across the table with someone who fundamentally disagrees with you, and 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 talk about this particular issue. Right. It's a moderated discussion each week. So, um, had a really good one about women, um, uh, women, uh, just just women in general. What 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 was good, what was bad for women in 2016. And by the time people are listening to this, we will have had the topic about is white privilege. You know, does white privilege exist? That was a really good one as well. So, um, but then the other thing I want to plug is, of course, my business, which is 7.2 Tours, uh, 72tours.com. You can look us up. We are a tour company that helps businesses to attract and retain business talent. And uh, so 90% of the tours that we do are for large companies. But 
10% of the tours that we do are public uh, front-facing tours. We have a free walking tour every single Saturday of downtown Detroit. starts in the CompuWare building uh, from 115 to 315. We have walking tours of the riverfront every spring. We have bar tours every week during the spring and uh, every other week, spring and summer, and so on and so forth. But check us out, 72tours.com. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife is so cute, by the way. <laughs> Hi, Jen. She's here. She's right. Jen She's in here. The We're not just talking to in the air. My yeah. wife is not here. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> you guys are all crazy. <laughs> just like this is a week later. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Funny thing is she was just nope. doing to me what I do to her when she's on my podcast. So that was what the whole thing was about. Uh, all right. So I think it's my week to go, isn't yeah. it? Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so... I will promote what podcast this week am I going to promote? Salty language. <laughs> you already you promoted already that. Uh, Dark Angels and Pretty <laughs> Freaks or Pretty Feet. I'm not sure which it is. They both have pretty feet. I've <laughs> yeah. seen them. It depends on which oh. podcast you're on. Uh, so Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks. Uh, I was on there not too long ago. Drunk or, off my ass. You? Way too much Sweet. gin and tonic. <laughs> Uh, it was fun to listen to. He makes a really good GNT. Yeah. The only one I've ever liked. Yeah. When Annalise uh, started asking me about the Bourbon Trail tour, that's when I blacked out. <laughs> You're like, I, I don't on, remember anything. You just autopilot. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I listened back. I listened to that, dude. Wait yeah. a second. Devin blacked out? Oh, I you blacked totally, out? I totally blacked out because I listened back and I was like, I don't remember talking about my five favorite haunted places in Michigan. What what does it take to get you to black out? That's yeah, what, that's it was a half a gallon of gin and tonic. I feel like that takes a lot. Half a gallon right. of gin and tonic. Half a gallon? Yes. You should be dead. <laughs> How many more shows are we recording? Let's do this. Well, let I me could talk about Friendsgiving and yeah. the I feel like fifth we, of gin I drank. I feel like when we sign off, you should say, "And this is Ghost Devin. Yeah. <laughs> you're totally dead right now. Don't even know." Him. So uh, yeah, Dark Angels. Pretty Freaks, check them out. Um, they're from California, and they always depress me with their weather. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and uh, sunny Napa Valley. It's a cold, brisk day of fifty-two degrees. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself. Exactly. <laughs> the, you know, let's let's talk about that for a minute. <coughs> All right. Neil always says barometer. Yeah. It's yeah. barometer. No, no. In his world, it's barometer. <laughs> it's barometer. Here's something I found out. John Quincy Adams yeah. is actually pronounced John Quincy Adams. Quincy? Quincy. It's pronounced Quincy. Mm. That is how they pronounce it. That's mm. how the city of Quincy, named after John Quincy Adams, is pronounced. Kind of so, like kind of like uh, Milan I, here in Michigan. Yeah. Everybody pronounces it Milan. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it's clearly Milan. I'm just going to call him John Q. Adams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. JQ. JQ. Johnny Q. Public. Yeah. All right. uh, and uh, obviously all my shows that are too many to mention. Really just are. Google Big Dev and then you'll find them all. <laughs> Damn, uh, I can't even follow this guy. <laughs> I personally Google sexy big dev. Yeah, oh, exactly. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and uh, nice. Clash. Do you find anything? <laughs> Just a bunch of naked pictures. I keep of waiting. Dev. I keep it's, waiting. It's, yeah. Waiting to load. Tasteful nudes. Tasteful nudes. We only ever do tasteful nudes. Oh, okay. If they're not tasteful, they don't happen. Yeah. All right, so they don't happen, is what you're saying. <laughs> that, that's what I heard. <laughs> It's gonna be a uh, glamour uh, <laughs> photographer studio. Tasteful nudes. We only do boudoir photos. Yes. 
um, and Clash of Ages yes. in uh, Birch Run, Michigan. What? I we said just, Clash? No, I didn't see it. Clash? So like, it was I like, don't know. It yeah, was somewhere was, in between. Don't you have a mug but, of bourbon to drink? It was slurry. He, yeah. he drank all that. So before we sign off. Next. Oh, uh, <laughs> shit. All right. Uh, Clash. Clash. I know. Good job, Troy. the first time I didn't get an indictment. Entire episode. Harry Clash Tussle. of Ages. Uh, exactly. January 27th. Uh, the weekend of January yeah. 27th. 27th, 28th, and, and 29th. Yep. Birch Run, Michigan. Yeah. We will be there uh, doing multiple shows, yeah. which Our will be replayed here. I've mm-hmm. heard rumors of live steel. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot what? of John Henry. <laughs> John Henry Irons will be there. What? I mean, <laughs> steel uh, Superman? Shaq? Yeah. Shaq will be there. But Shazam is going to be there? Yeah. But it's Kazam. not part Kazam. That's it, but Kazam. It's not part of the DC movie Sorry. universe, which is weird. <laughs> Do I need to drink? I said Shazam yes. instead of Kazam. All right. Is that an All right. episode? Uh, actually done really well. It's <laughs> a hardcore show. Um, so if you're not uh, really not aware of what uh, the Clash of Ages is, it's uh, a Viking pirate run slash. Uh, why don't steampunk. I know about this thing? It's the first year that they're oh, going to be okay, doing this. So why I don't know about thing, it. And Shot of History is going to take it over. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to run we have it. Everything There's there. going to be parades. I can come yeah. as a wench, the, is what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah. more mead serving wench. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we need as many wenches as we can. Oh, I've got corsets. That's, that's what I'm talking right, about. Let's yeah. do this. That's what I'm talking about. More wenches. I'm going to dress up as Lovelace from uh, Wiki Wiki Wow Wow West. Oh, my God. Wow. I'll, I'll come as somebody's servant, I'm guessing. That's how that would work. Uh, wait, no, I'll be you know, Moorish. Wait, wait. I'll, yes. I'll, I will be, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Morgan oh. Freeman in uh, Robin Hood, Prince yeah, of Thieves. Robin Hood. Yeah, Robin Moorish. You can just do the whole Hamilton thing. Pick whoever you want and say this is who my Aaron Burr. Are you sure you don't want to be Achu? <laughs> yes, really? I'm sure I don't want to be Achu. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> sure. Anyways. Did you say Abe Lincoln? <laughs> I said, hey, Blinken. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Clash, <laughs> clash of Ages. Uh, <laughs> I was pointing to Trico. Oh. Trico, yeah. So Clash clash of Ages. Uh, come check us out. We'll have free shit. Yeah, we'll be doing stuff there, uh, all kinds of games and uh, we'll have like a history Jeopardy thing we're doing. We're Ooh. doing panels. We're doing a ton of stuff. So I'm giving out free hugs. It's gonna be free awesome. hugs. Can with I be Ken Twenty dollar per oh, so Can I come to Ken Jennings? You said twenty dollars for a hug. Yeah. I will hug people for free as yes. long as they don't smell. I'm not hugging people for. <laughs> we're free. gonna be at a con. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet yeah. I, that I, shit I, costs. I a I'm a capitalist. <laughs> Five dollars a hug. Yeah. yeah. Remember, it takes twenty dollars to look at you, so you gotta go up. Yeah. You don't get to hug hot people for free. Just saying. <laughs> it's all coming Only my friends. Yeah. Ah, okay. You should be charging people. And That's we, we may or may not have a book uh, out by uh, then. We have a what? A we book. may or may not have a book out by then. Oh, yeah. It well, depends what? on whether or not I get my parts of the oh book my. done. Yeah. So we have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Writing and whatnot. We totally do that. Is this like a chat yeah. book? What kind of book? What are we talking eh, about? Like, oh. Sort of. A, a legit little, book. Yeah, like a coffee table book, I would yeah. I would define it as. Well, like, it will be published Newton was somewhere. Like, somewhere Newton yeah. was a Possibly researcher like you until he took a bodkin to the mm-hmm. eye. <laughs> that kind of book. Nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. So strange history facts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, kind of good. Strange yeah, history. Should be pretty sweet. Okay. 
As long as we get it done in time. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see we, it next if year. It's not, we if it's, get it's not done by yeah. then, it will be done next year sometime. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> next year, yeah. You got 365 chances. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's there's so many chances. So many chances to get this shit done. <laughs> All right. All right, Trago. So, yeah, Take us home. Um, well, Steph didn't plug anything yet. I, I don't she? have to. You sure? Well, the Waystation and Stephanie Maynard Deca. Yep. M- Menard? What? Maynard. I pronounce oh. it Maynard. That's not how it's pronounced, though. You yeah. don't get to pick. It's like people I, call that's me my Trico. Name. Yeah. <laughs> Who calls you Trico? <laughs> people that don't know my name. <laughs> but there's, that doesn't even make sense. That sounds like an awful lumber company. Like fanatic, If you look at it in no. Spanish, it should be like Trico, but it should be like a Trico, not like Trico, you know? Yeah, so, so we're... Okay. Those I pronounce it Trico. The first All right, lay down our sponsors. We got to close. The yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, sponsors. Uh, listen with your listening mouth to uh, Audible.com. Uh, go on our link and. <laughs> uh, he's mixing together body parts right now. He has no idea what's going on. I just pick a body part and the thing I wanted to do and just combine the two. That's listening cool. mouth. Run, run with your arm feet. The, exactly. plug, the plugs exactly. on the show are another show. In another show. That's true. I felt like the last episode I'm like, God damn, this is taking a long time. We, we like? just get too damn silly when we yeah. do this. We don't just do a plug. Well, just... it is the third show. So Next episode, oh, I'm going yeah. to talk like for like five minutes, any presentation I do, and then just leave the rest to uh, <laughs> to all the endorsements. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Our 800 it was still a th- It was still a 45-minute episode. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear the rest of the show, tune into Patreon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's behind the paywall. Yeah. <laughs> Draco. All right. <laughs> so uh, go on our website, check out audible.com, download some books, you ain't got to read them, you can listen to them. So if you're driving or whatever you're doing, you can listen as long as you're not listen to other stuff, I guess. Um, so, uh, yeah, go on there, download some books, uh, and then go on our website again. And just make our website your like homepage because it'll save you a lot of time because go on there again and click on the drive-through fiction or drive-through comics or drive-through RPG link. Buy a lot of stuff on there. And then click on our Amazon link. Um, buy whatever you want on there. I prefer it if you buy like my book or Steph's book, but you can buy anything you want. And so... Word. Yeah. <laughs> Buy them books. We need that money. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, go on, you know, do our Amazon link, buy some stuff on there. Um, and then while you're like, you know, hanging out, clicking on stuff at home, uh, you might be like, you know, I could really use some new fashion, some like super fashionable fashion. And nothing could be more fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> than a, uh, a history t-shirt. So then uh, go on to historytees.com, use the promo code SOH16, and buy yourself a sweet history tee. They have everything on there. They have uh, and Getrix, they have like Genghis Khan, they got all kinds of people. Caligula. You know, Caligula. All anything super, in history. super fashionable. Yes. Super fashionable. With his bang fashion. boats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bang boats. Um so, yeah, go on there, buy the, the stuff from there. When you're done listening to our show, um, before you start listening to some books and whatnot, uh, go on to iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere you listen to podcasts and check out We Need to Talk by Meter and Pepin. It's really awesome. Pippin. Really f- Pippin. Ding. Damn it. <laughs> so close. No. Pippin, like the play. Yeah. yeah. Or Scotty. <laughs> yeah, Scotty yes. Pippin. <laughs> Remember, he's related. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pepin so yeah. equals a, ni- a new shot. Yeah. Pepin, yeah. 
Um, I'll do one later. So <laughs> <laughs> she's running out long enough. Uh, but yeah, yeah, go. we need to wrap it up before I pee my pants. Yeah. Um. So this yeah, is like the pee warning. Like if <laughs> yeah. I had a, like a light. That I can flash in your face. Wait, can I go before it would just you? Because be like I can a stand and get it done real quick. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. If cool. you have to pee that bad, yes. I gotta go. Wait. I was yeah, Tony down. left. Yeah. Damn. He already went. He was totally looking Tony. down. Didn't even see him leave. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, yeah, check out their show. It's really good. Hashtag Smart Comedy. And if you like our opening music stuff, then check out Pippin. He's on SoundCloud and stuff. Look up Nate Pippin, and he's on there. Um, and that's everything I got. Everyone, let's go pee. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Run P. Uh, so for Shot of History. So until next time, <laughs> I'm Trico. I'm Stephanie. I'm Big Dev. Tony's not here. I'm Jeannie. I'm Cal. We're all going piss. <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> oh my God. You're like,